Um, hi, everybody. Uh, we are back um, Monday morning. Um, we are back here with Paul. Um, and um, Paul, this morning, um, I'd like us to talk a little bit about inspection and maintenance. So over the past um, two weeks, we did mention it a couple of times and you did touch on that. Um, so let's um, let's use this morning to um, to go into a little bit more detail on that. So my first question for you um, would be, can you just uh, walk us through in a very simple way um, and help us understand the recommended ins inspection and uh, maintenance schedule? Yes, certainly. Um, we base we have a recommended INM schedule in the user manuals. Uh, we base it around a usage policy. So the more you use the units, the more frequently you should be inspecting the units to make sure it's safe and appropriate for use. Um, we have uh, various examination checks to be done. So we have a pre-use check, which be done to every set of transfers being done to ensure the unit is fit for use, safe, appropriate to be used. We then come into the more regular scheduled maintenance. Um, we both of these are nations, but we have two terms for them. We have the visual inspection and the examination. Uh, visual inspection is, as it suggests, visually inspecting the unit. We have checklists in the user manual that will lay out the appropriate steps and stages for you to go through. Um, examination is like a visual inspection, but you will be taking or removing some bolts from the unit to have a closer look to make sure that nothing hidden has gone wrong. That you can't. Um, so. Typically, and of course, on top of that, we would look at replacing the wire rope lifting assemblies on an annual basis, as that is the most safety component on the unit. Typically, we say that uh, vision inspection every six months, in 12 months, with lifting assemblies being replaced at the 12 month schedule. But for high usage units, this inspection and examination schedule and will be more frequent to mitigate the risks uh, associated with a higher use unit. Um, all this information can be found in the table in the user manual. Okay, great. Thank you, Paul. That was very useful. Um, let's stay a little bit longer on inspection and maintenance. So who can perform inspection and who can do the maintenance on way four? We recommend a competent person performs the maintenance. Uh, by this, we mean someone that has lifting knowledge and also knowledge of the product itself. Um, ideally, they should be an independent party as well, so that, well, not ideally, they should be an independent party. So by that, we mean someone that can't be forced to put an unsafe product into use. They need to have the ability to say, no, it's not safe. 
so they should not have an interest a vested interest in that capture being safe prior to looking at it um, in terms of training we provide appropriate training for people to be able to find them on the units um, we have service centers scattered around the globe that can provide trained technicians to do the work for you equally our operations team and team are able to tailor packages or support people during workscape to allow the unit to be done safely okay great um, that was very useful right i have one more question i'm just going through my notes here um i have one more question on inspection and maintenance um and you did talk about them um a little bit um when you were answering the first question uh, of the day so what are the different inspection types that need to be performed on the way for they are the pre-use check inspection the examination and there's also a post load test inspection so pre-use check is a check prior to being put into use to ensure the unit is fit for purpose the checklist for that can be found in the user manual it should also be on a sticker on the inside of the capture to make it nice and easy for people to follow the steps and check it will focus in the main areas, so lift and assembly, lifting bolts, uh, the critical bolts, lower down units, passenger restraints, landing feet, and then the framework buoyancy and in load test plates is showing the correct information that the unit is suitable to use. Um, so that checklist is in the unit uh, with this I uh, identifying the bits you need to look for. Um, inspection and examination, um, very similar, except the examination is a bit more thorough. You remove some components to have a proper look at them, There's like bolts passing through things. Um, so you take them out so you can see everything on the bolt. Bolt heads will hide bits underneath them. So again, having a look where making making sure there's no hidden corrosion or anything like that going on but in essence we follow a similar process the checklists for which are user manual um, there's columns v e and p so v stands for visual e for examination p is post load test um, follow the ticks for the type of examination normally it well not normally it does start with the critical components and walks you down the units from the top bottom so starts with lifting assembly lifting assembly bolts lift plates lift plate safety bolts lower node plates no no plate bolts um detailed description are in there for what you need, what you're looking for, what you're checking. Um, in terms of the examination, it if there's a torque value that needs to be when bolts are put back onto the unit after having removed. After the critical components there, you'll start 
the passenger restraints, the landing feet, the frame, you see the floor grating. Um, it gives measurement or hints, tips and bits and pieces to look at on the parts. Um, you then move on to things, the luggage storage, stickers, stretcher fittings, ensuring they're present in their appropriate places in the unit, um, cleaning the unit, making sure the unit marker plate is stamped for the correct level examination or inspection done. So if it's a V, you'd start, uh, stamp it V followed by the date, examination E followed by a date. And if you test it be T followed by a date. Um, one thing slightly different on the post load test is that it is done following a load test of the unit. Um, the unit should be loaded once uh, if parts have been changed out in the unit, a load test should be done to ensure the unit is safe, after which you'll be performing a post-load test to ensure that nothing has been damaged, overloaded or gone horribly wrong during the load test. Um, and all this information is within the annual in a nice easy to follow checklist format. Um, there are images and within the user manual and um, certainly on the pre-use checklist as well within the areas that are being referenced as well. So all the information you need to be able to do these is in the unit. Um, more detailed information exactly what you're looking for and giving the guy support and explaining why it's important, why it's necessary, and then quirks or, or little bits to look out for um, is provided by our trainers, operations team that are more than happy to help with these programs. Okay, thank you so much, Paul. This was in uh, great detail and very, very useful indeed um, so for those of you who um, may not be familiar with our contact details uh, the best email to email us is info at reflexmarine.com uh, user manuals are free for download at our uh, website reflexmarine.com um, you go to support tab and then uh, under the support tab there is a download section where you can select the document um, uh, that you need and you can download it for free. And then uh, some further uh, information uh, can be found in um, our video library on our YouTube channel. Uh, if you go to YouTube and type Reflex Marine in the search box, it will take you to Reflex Marine YouTube channel. Um, thank you very much for Paul today. For today, uh, I hope everybody has a great week ahead. We'll be back tomorrow, uh, continuing our conversation on Way Four.